Tuesdays for Hope with New Directions right now on The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. It is 9.35 on The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Welcome to our Tuesdays for Hope with the CEO, Kathy Jenkins. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Liz. How's good it going? Good to be here. Oh, it's going great. It's going great. You, you no seem complaints. awfully spunky today. <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> this is a big week for us. This yeah. is National Hunger and Homelessness Awareness Week. Uh-huh. We're doing a big fill the truck campaign. We're trying awesome. something a little different this year. The truck is stationed somewhere else Where every single it? day. Today, it is at 810 Bowling cool. in... Um, the Market Common area? Nope. Nope. Oh. On, uh, right across from the university. Oh, the, the new A10. The new one okay, up on out 501. Conway. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also be at Blaine United Methodist. I believe that's Thursday. We're going to be in North Myrtle Beach at um, Coast Carolina National Bank. Everything is on our website, on our Facebook page, awesome. what we need, where we're going to be. Right. And um, so check that out. I don't want to get any of the dates wrong. All right. So go to helpnewdirections.org if you would like to participate in this. And, um, and, where does all this food go? It all goes back to the shelter, back to the clients. Um, we've got a, a number of food items on the list, uh, non-perishable food items. We also have cleaning supplies and, and paper products. Some of the main things that we use that cost us if they don't get donated. Okay. So um, come on out, help us raise uh, uh Fill that truck with all kinds of good stuff. Sounds good. All right, Kathy, you brought in a guest today, and um, he is a client. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And he has not been with us very long, but but he would like to talk about his story, talk about where he's been, where he's going, and um, and, uh, it is Eric. All right. Hey, Eric, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good. All right. So you're originally from Connecticut? Yes. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I moved down here about two years ago. Um, my father reached out. He asked me if I wanted to come down here to get away from my past, which in Connecticut was not that well. I was mm-hmm. been addicted to drugs for about 22 years. Mm. So How old are you? 40. 40. Okay. So your dad's living here. He's been down here 10 years. And he sees you having all sorts of issues up in Connecticut. Yes. Um, are, are you married? Are you? I'm engaged. A lot of people don't know that in the program. Um, she left to go back to Connecticut to work on her seizures. And she said I needed help Okay. for this to work. So she's back up there. I haven't talked to her in about 70, no, 90 days. So today is my 90 days of being sober. So it was a perfect timing being on the show. Okay. Um, well, congratulations for that. Thank you. I, yeah, have, I haven't talked to her. Thank congrats. you. Um, I haven't talked to her, but I'm hoping that she will wait for me. So mm-hmm. March 1st is my six months up, and I promised my family I would do six months in the program. So if everything works out, hopefully she'll be there. We can get married next year like we happened. Okay. So you were up in Connecticut with her? Yes. And um, did you have any other family there? Yes. So my mom, my brother, and my sister, and the rest of the Schmitz are okay. in Connecticut. So when you were up there, Eric, um, tell me, what, did were you working? Were you having issues with that as well? In and out of jobs. Um, the problem was I was addicted to PCP. What's for that? Um, they use it to, uh, they put it in people that have died. It's a chemical. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that for about 17 years of my life, and then I quit that one day. How'd you get 
hooked on that. Wrong place, wrong time. I was in high school, senior year. I went to a party. It was being passed around. And huh. one of my good friends decided, she didn't want me to do it. She said, you know what, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. So I did it. And then it was downhill from there. Why? What uh, happened when you took it? It makes you hallucinate, think about things that aren't there. Makes you. Why would you want to do that? Was what was the? Why would you want to do that again after you did it once? It felt good. It Mm -hmm. got my mind off of things Mm. um, that maybe were going on in the house or school. Hey, is that what they call angel dust? PCP? It's a form of it. Angel dust is white. Okay. Um, PCP is in a black form. Okay. But uh, you roll in a joint, or you can dip it. If mm-hmm. it's in a liquid form, um, it's something that I recommend no one doing, no kid. It's mm. not worth it. It is on a green strand. Do you, okay. Do you think oh. that it, uh, do you think it's in your personality that you would be addicted to something? Did you have any other addictions leading up to that? Or was it there something in it that you think? I have an addictive personality. So when I go to do something, I want to get it done. I want to stick to it, like going to the gym bowling, baseball, whatever I thought I was good at, mm-hmm. I wanted to go 100%. Like right mm-hmm. now I'm in the gym. I'm focusing on the gym and God. Mm. So I gave my life up to God on 8-16, 2023. Okay. I go to Palmetto Point Church. That's They welcome me story. with open arms. And mm-hmm. Kathy is, if it wasn't for her yeah. um, organization, I don't know where I'd be today. Because so, I was homeless on the street for five days before I found the program. Okay. All right. So you are are now in in high school, and what happens between high school and you coming down here? That's a lot of years now. Well, short story is I did five years in prison. I was on and off um, DUIs, PCP um, charges, um, stealing. I mean, everything that I've done in my life is because of addiction. Mm. When I'm sober, I want to say I'm a good man. I, tr- I tell the truth. But when I get hooked on drugs, it's I'm a 180. You wouldn't mm-hmm. recognize me. Mm-hmm. I'm a liar. I'm a, you know, I stole a lot. But I'm trying to redeem myself and my family, friends, people that I've broken bridges with that mm-hmm. don't trust me anymore. I'm hoping one day we can get back together. What is your relationship now with your family in Connecticut? Um, is that because that's where you were? Mo- t- the hardest one in my family to get not along with, but to trust is my sister. Mm-hmm. She doesn't reach out as much. Mm-hmm. But once in a while, she'll ask me how I'm doing. My mom's my mom. She's always there. Mm. We text every morning. I call her every Sunday, and I love her. Mm. Um, my my brother, we talk every day. Um, he's reached out. He just wants to see me do good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the aunts, uncles, they're not there, but I don't understand. They have their own family. They have things to worry about. They can't worry about the black sheep of the family, mm-hmm. which I think That's I am. That's how you felt. Yeah. I, so now you, you find yourself down here. When did you come here? December 1st, 2021. Okay. So I left Connecticut for certain reasons, taxes, politics, and mm-hmm. to get away from my my past. Okay. And I came down here. I was sober for nine months until I went out with my fiance one night. We went to a, a bar, and it got me thinking. I'm like, oh, I wish I can get high again. And I was living with my dad at the time, mm-hmm. and I went out. I took my Jeep. I went down the road to a gas station. And it happened to be the wrong gas station at the wrong time. This guy's like, are you good? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, do you need anything? And <laughs> if you're from the Is street, that how you, know, it goes? you know what that means. Okay. So I, said, I always wondered how that, how do, how do people find these people? But, you know. And it, yeah. Wrong time, wrong place. And I started smoking crack. 
That was my drug so choice. So now it's a different, it different was drug. a different one. I don't ever want to do PCP again. And then I got hooked on another drug. For the last nine years of my life, I've been smoking crack. And it's the devil. I wow. lost. I've had, I had 10 grand in the bank. I had a Jeep and a fiance. Mm-hmm. All of it's gone. You know, I know someone else whose son got hooked on crack. And um, I mean, I I didn't know that crack was still a thing. Um, and because, you know, in the 90s, it was like a big deal. Yeah. Everybody was talking about crack. And so um, she, I mean, I saw what her son has been through. He has come out the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she said it's so addictive. It's like. People don't understand the what we go through. We don't, I don't want to be high. I don't want to steal. I don't want to be walking the streets, but it just overtakes your brain. And all you can think about was how do I get that next high? Really? What do I steal from? Who can I rob? Who can I boost from? And it caused me to lose a lot of my family and friends. Mm -hmm. What is, do you know how you're acting when you're on it? Or is it something that people tell you afterwards? That, hey, when you're high, this is how you're, what you're doing. Like, do you make that connection at all? It's a little of both. So as you're coming down, you're depressed and mm-hmm. you're trying to, you're trying to mask that depression. So you're looking for that next hit because you know what you're doing is wrong mm. and you just, you don't know where to go. You don't want to go home because you look crazy. Um, and then you don't want to hear all the questions from your family, my fiance, my dad, you know? Yeah. But everybody knows everybody what's happening. Knows, you're you not know, fooling anybody. No, I, I now thought I was realize that. <laughs> and it's and it's horrible that it took me yeah. till I was forty to realize what's going on mm-hmm. in my life. Okay. And you talk about coming to new directions. So tell us now you you come down here, you've been down here for now for two years. When you're back, hooked back again on crack. Yes. What happens now where things start to hit ahead here and your your fiance is like, listen, I gotta go take care of myself. Mm-hmm. You're just doing your thing here. And obviously you care more about that than you care about us. I'm out of here until you get yourself better. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's what she said. Yes, that's exactly what she said. And it, here you are now. W- what are you thinking? It hurts. So like right now, as you're sobering up, you're thinking about all the people you hurt. Yeah. And it hurts. I cry myself to sleep some nights. Mm. It hurts a lot. And who do you think you hurt the most? Family. Yeah. Your mom, you said, is always there for you and she's unwavering. Um, what, when she, when you talk with her, is is that the person who keeps you going? My mom is there. She's uh, she's always positive. She's mm-hmm. like, you can do this. I have faith. You're my first, Aww, you're my first born thing. son. Mm-hmm. So talking to her and texting her every day gets me through. Yeah. Having, building a relationship with my father yeah. has helped. I didn't talk to him for 19 years. Wow. Yeah. Is it because of addiction? Um, or probably some things? of it was addiction. Some of it I didn't agree on how he was trying to be my father. Mm-hmm. You know, he was trying to tell me what to do, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. But, like when I came down here, I said, Dad, I, I know you're my father, but I need a friend. Mm. I need you not to tell me. Just stop telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Instead of just asking me questions, how are you yeah. feeling? How are you doing? He kept trying to push that. But now he st- took a step back. Mm-hmm. And now he's, he's reevaluated how he's he reevaluating. You. He's calling me. He's not telling me what to do. Yeah. He's giving me advice. Eric, what is making you upset right now when you talk about all the people you hurt? Is there something that I just I love my family. I've yeah. lost my relationships and trust. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping one day I can get it back. Yeah. 
Um, when, you know, when you talk about your fiance leaving, do you think you can get her back? Like, what are some of the things that you have to do, you think, to get her to trust you again, that you're not going to fall into this again? It's the lying. I lied to her a lot mm. because of the drugs. And I, I was married to the drug, not her. Yeah. And I stopped caring. I stopped taking her out to eat. I stopped loving her like I should have. And mm-hmm. we used to do these things, go travel, go on vacation. Mm. And I just stopped doing it. And she tried and tried and tried. And she goes, listen, my dad picked her up and said, you have to get on a plane and you have to go home. Mm-hmm. So my dad put her on a plane. To help her. Paid for the ticket. Yeah. And got her out of here. One for her seizures and two because of all the stuff I tattooed her. So yeah. here I am now in the program. I promised my family I would do at least six months here. And if Kathy would have me longer, I would stay. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm talking with you and I just want to take this from you. Mm-hmm. I want to take that from you because I, I can see how real you're being. I mean, like I, I, I believe you and I, I want this for you. When you say you gave your life up to God, um, did you give that to to God? Did you did you take this out of you? This I, this addiction? I feel like you got to get it out of your body. I surrendered. Somehow. So I got on my on my knees. I surrendered. I cried. I said, God, what what can I do? Please help me. Get me out of this situation. And what happened before that? I was homeless for five days in the street. Didn't brush my teeth. I didn't shower. Where were you staying? Like- I was staying in a car. I was staying up. I was getting high. I spent $1,400 of my money that week. Mm. Um, I got into a situation where I was being controlled by someone on the street that was helping me out. And I thought I didn't know that was going to happen. And I Okay, found, wait. I got to go back to this. Who is this person? I, I don't, don't want to. I, 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 I don't mean by name. He's a guy that's been on the Grand Strand for a while. He's is he, he's well known. He's Is he a drug dealer? Is he a he, just a person? He's a drug dealer. So Okay, so there are people pray, preying upon people. On the Grand Strand every day, when it either went from 12 years old to 60 years old, there's guys on the street and women that are preying on men and women that are, wow. they know they're about to lose everything and they try to control you little by right, little. You don't even know what's happening. And okay. I caught myself. You caught. Can, can was, you spot it from now on, you think? Yeah. So I was in a hotel room mm-hmm. with some people that were trying for me not to leave. There was guns. Mm. In this situation. Yeah. And I was being controlled. Yeah. And I was trying to figure a way how to get out of it. And I had three choices in life. So my take my life, kill Mm. myself, surrender to God, or keep doing what I was doing. Mm. So I surrendered to God that day. And I didn't know how to get a hold of my family because they didn't want to talk to me until I went to rehab. But what made you make that decision? Because you were doing this day after day. What all of a sudden did you say, I have three choices? My family, which I love. I love my nieces and nephews, and I love my father and mother. Um, I didn't want to lose them. And they said, listen, we're not going to talk to you. And they wouldn't pick up the phone unless you go to rehab. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking to my mom, my dad, my brother, and my sister. Everyone just cut you off. Cut and me said, off. And I was Tough like, love. Fiance left. So it's like, what do I do? And you're sitting in a, a hotel room with a bunch of strangers that want the worst for you. Worst, and you know, they put me in a situation where I had to make a choice, and I didn't want, I didn't, don't, I don't want to kill myself, and then I didn't want to lose my family, so mm-hmm. I needed God in my life. You do understand that the addiction is killing you. It is. So that is a form mm-hmm. of harming yourself. Absolutely. 
So now you give your life to God, and what has changed in you? I've surrounded myself with the right people, and they've come out to me. I've had people ask me how I'm doing every day. Are you okay? The people in my church, you know, they don't judge me. Mm. Eric, how are you doing? How's New Directions? What can I do to help you? They're hugging me. I haven't had that in my life when other people trusted me. So I'm starting but your over. family was trying to, Eric. Uh, it, yes. They, they tried for the last 22 years of my life. And yeah. it's not their fault. Everything has yeah. been my fault. I've been in another prison. But what was it about these strangers in a church that made you feel suddenly seen and validated and loved? Because I walk in, you're not being judged. They don't know my history. Yeah. They know I'm at New Directions. They yeah. know what New Directions is about. Mm-hmm. But they still don't judge you. Mm. And they... And the love, and they call you, and they pray for you, mm. and they're smiling. Like I didn't have that in my life. Yeah. So I gave up alcohol, drugs, and cigarettes on eight sixteen. Wow. So I will never drink again. I will never drug or smoke a cigarette in my life. So I've been going to church for about ninety days now. I haven't missed a week. Um, it feels good. I want to become a member of that church, which we've been talking about. So maybe next February, when I start classes again. Okay. And Pastor Jamie's been awesome. Uh, yeah. He's on my Facebook page. I know, he reaches out. I know this church, and it's I amazing. know Pastor Jamie. Pastor Jamie is amazing. I went to an Easter service there once. Someone asked me to come. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful place. Absolutely. And, and um, they do a lot of great things for us. The, okay. the yeah. church comes I in. and talking yes. about that. They yes, they volunteer. They, they cook. They work in our, our uh, walk-in center. They've done multiple things mm-hmm. for us. Eric, what is your... Thanksgiving message to anybody that may be struggling like you were struggling, are struggling, going through it. Maybe you're a little further along and in a better place right now than some people listening. Have faith. Um, Whatever your higher power is, whether you believe in God or not, just have faith. Reach back out to family. Ask them, what what could I do to, to help you, to help myself? You know, call me. Ask me what's wrong. Don't just say I'm okay. You know, I've always said I'm fine. And when I'm fine, that means I'm not. Mm. You know, you need, to, I need, you need to elaborate more. You know, the biggest thing about drug addicts is we take our secrets with us. And then if we, you know, having therapy and having someone to talk to and telling you what's bothering us, that's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're uh, currently staying at New Directions? Yes, ma'am. Do you have a job? I just got laid off. I'm not going to name the company. Okay. So they're down $2.5 million from last year. So he's... He's going through a rebuild. Okay. Uh, but I did get laid off Wednesday. So you're looking I, for something? And my dad's finding out right now, so he's probably mad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric is looking for something. So if anybody has um, something, a prospect, you can email uh, over to New Directions, helpnewdirections.org. Helpnewdirections.org. And never forget, hope starts here. We've got some wonderful peer support specialists. If you need help, call us. Eric? We're praying for you, and we want the best for you, and I want to hear um, an update. Thank you. I want you to come back. I, I think, think you helped a lot of people today. I think my one year being sober would be a good day to come back. All right. 8-16-2024. Real quick, Kathy, when is that truck going to be there, or is it there now at uh, 8 The truck is at eight ten. should be there now. Should now. have been there In by Conway. 10 o'clock. Okay. Okay. Yes. That, was, that was the question. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you, Eric, for uh, sharing your story. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers.